Welcome to Instinctual. It may have been some time since you've seen the whole new notification pop-up for this Stream of Consciousness podcast. The last podcast that I did here is October 6th, and it is December 8th now. And uh, it's been an adventure. In that time, I have uh, gone to Sweden, come back, and experienced a fair amount. There has been a serious theme, which will be the focused theme in this episode, which is how our perceptions create our reality. Um, I hope you're doing well. I'm, I'm doing okay myself. I don't even know where to begin on this episode, actually. I uh, need to find my own direction. But let's return to perception, uh, manifesting or manufacturing, rather, reality. And I, I use both those words, manifesting and manufacturing, because, well, let's start with a couple of questions. What's the difference between manufacturing and manifesting? I think some people would hear the word manufacture and go with the idea of I created, I built. Manifested is more of like bringing something into your reality, your existence. And honestly, I'm as I continue on my life, I'm not sure that I see a massive difference between manufacture and manifest. Perhaps a pedantic... Um, yeah, a pedantic definition, but they they both are tools of creation, words of creation. So now we bring in perception. How much do you think that your perception affects your reality? Anything as simple as your partner recently broke up with you and now you see their name everywhere. Is it that the name is suddenly appearing or perhaps you just didn't see that street with the name Jane on it or that coffee shop called John's, but it was there all along? Um, a different way of viewing it is when you're angry and you constantly are meeting angry people. Ah, that guy at the bank was such a dick. And I can't believe that that server gave me that much attitude. And why is my family member riding me? And what's going on? Is it possible that every single interaction you're having is frustrating? Or merely that you are frustrated, consciously or subconsciously? And thus, that is what you see off of other people. Because everyone is a reflection of us. Consciously or subconsciously, probably more subconsciously, we see ourselves in, on, or off of other people. So now let's apply this to my own life. Um, I mentioned I went to Sweden. I was there for most of November. This was, it actually been five years now that I have been going there. Well, I guess technically four. I started going in 2014. I wasn't able to make it at all over... Uh, to Sweden in 2016, but whatever. Um, this was one of my most uh, enjoyable stays there. The more I go there now, the more surreal it gets in terms of I get off the plane, you know, into either Stockholm Airport or Bromma, and uh, and it's like, oh, I'm home again. All right. And then I'll head back to Chicago, get off the plane at O'Hare, and go, oh, 
I'm home again. All right. And it's kind of fun. Everywhere I go is my home. Uh, but it's also a little surreal in the sense of like, oh, well, I, I want to go somewhere unexplored. Does anyone want to go to Tokyo with me? I am itching so hard. And I would love to go both in the spring when the cherry blossoms are coming out and then in the fall because I hear the colors are gorgeous. I digress. Um, anyway, so I, I go and I'm talking with my my teacher about things. And, and our relationship came up a couple of times, a few times as my my teacher's just going through a challenging time in her own personal life. And uh, and I was brought to tears a couple of times and just feeling the overwhelming gratitude and love that I that I have this woman in my life. Uh, and I brought it up with her at the end of the trip. I talked about how touched I felt, even just in my own space, reflecting. And... Um, and she said, well, yeah, that's because you're reaching new levels of self-love. And, and so here is where perception manifests or manufactures reality um, to the extent that there is a limitation. I can only feel as much love from someone else as I love myself. And maybe there are small exceptions from this, perhaps. You know, a mother's love, uh, maybe a partner's even. But, but to some extent, no, it, it, it's tempered. And what ends up occurring, I think, in those instances where, where, where you might say to me, well, John, I hate myself. But, uh, but no, like I love it when my partner shows me love or a family member and I experience that. And I would say, well, sure, okay, you experience it in that moment. But you aren't sustained by it, are you? You need to go back and, and get more later. Or it, it fades. And if I wanted to be maybe a little insensitive, I'd say it's like doing a drug. Um, maybe a better example would be it's, it's a meal. Rather than feeling, feeling full all the time, you have to go back and eat once a week, once a month, twice a day, however many it is. And I think when it comes to love, that should be a fountain within you that should be constantly coming out, replenishing itself, growing, evolving. Um, or maybe a better example is, is that it should have been uh, a seed that you planted that, and that has now grown into a magnificent tree that continues to grow and sprout new branches and maybe even drop more seeds and, and now you have a forest of love within you or jungle of love, you know, whatever you're into. Um... I wanted to talk about, though, perception manifesting reality because before I even left for Sweden, I, I felt tension, mostly with my, my job, um, my work, and, or just my, my income. And, um, and there is a constant battle. Not constant. That's not, let's, let's wheel back the drama there. Oh, oh. there's a constant battle. No. Um, there's a recurring program within me. There's something that comes up and it's a combination of feeling undeserving of what I have been given and what I've received and, and a hunger. No, um, balancing gratitude. What am I trying to say here? You know, 
this is you're listening to the process in my head of how I feel around inside myself and and basically what I'm doing is I'm throwing words out there until one of them stings <laughs> I'm like oh yeah that's it um I mean I guess it is it's and not stings no but just I feel an emotional spike you know there's a sense of going like what makes me so worthy especially in this time where where we're comparing you know where me too minorities like here i am this white-skinned human with a penis not a vagina or any other equipment um and i live a, a very comfortable life and should i be guilty for that i'm not i'm not that's not a rhetorical question i'm literally asking should i feel should i feel guilt for this should i feel deserved should i feel righteous should i feel like now i i owe something to someone somewhere or to something um and i'll read articles about you know single black mother in mcdonald's who you know has to take a two-hour bus ride and what could be achieved in a 20-minute car ride to work at mcdonald's where she stands all day because of the what i would say is greed um corporate corporate greed and which is really just human greed um and it's like, man, how can I help this person? And and I see that life, and then here I'm like, well, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna saute a little salmon and uh, cook some white rice, and then I'm gonna put it all nice on my crate and barrel plate, and and enjoy. Now I will I tell myself to compare is pointless; it doesn't help. And if I feel inspired to help that woman, um, do what I you know what's what's the best way. To help her, is there a way that I can and achieve that? Um, but at the same time, there's a sense of like, nope, I'm not deserving of this, and this is all an illusion. I work a job that is uh, pays seventy dollars an hour. It used to pay a little better in the sense of achieving a commission, but the company has changed the structure as such that that commission is not. Not very easily obtainable unless certain factors are met. Um, so it's kind of a wash. And there's no way that I could afford the lifestyle that I live or the apartment that I rent without the benefit of my father who has passed away and, and left a bit of a, a trust. And, um, and what makes me... How can I live my life and... Um, be worthy of all that and not be the classic trust fund baby cliche or the um i don't know the right witch right the right witch the white rich uh, douchebag um in other people's eyes well then the question really should be why am i looking to other people's eyes for how i should view myself and my actions to some extent, I think it can be helpful. You know, you do something and a person's looking at you horrified. You can check in with yourself. But by and large, I should look within myself and how I feel and what I want to also feel. At the end of the day, I want to feel at peace with my situation and my conduct. Some of which I'm, I'm you know, like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that conduct. Let's, let's change it. Let's evolve it. Okay, cool. That's human. That's being human. Some of it is, no, I'm, I'm okay. I think part of some of the pushback when you see, you know, like white men's rights, incels, all of this, that, that there's a feeling that 
the world is closing in on them, which is kind of ironic because the reality is, to some extent, yeah, it is a little bit. Hey, you're, you're being called out for your inappropriate behavior. Inappropriate in the sense of it causes harm to lots of people. Um, and the other side of it is like, well, you know, minorities, the world has been against them, or, or rather maybe not the world, but um, but certainly politically. You know, I, I look at our legal system. A great example is punishments for crack versus cocaine. Uh, and then you, you look at the correlation between users of crack versus users of cocaine. Uh, back, I don't know how it is today, but, you know, years and years ago, um, black people used crack and white people used cocaine. And the punishments were, those were racist punishments. So you have these people waking up to or experiencing what it is like when, when the world is not even kind of in a way calling you out, but, but cheating you, treating un, treating you unfairly. And while I would say that there is no justice, no true justice on this earth, it doesn't mean that we, in my opinion, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't bother um, or that there's no point in seeking as much fairness as we can achieve. Anyway, taking it back to me, because it's all about me, isn't it? Um, I need to make the choice for myself and live in peace with that. And that's what I'm working on doing. But I was raised by a father and also saw just on the news and in movies, like, no, it's you, you have to work for what you got. And if you were given it, you squandered it and you were wasteful. And I do know plenty of people, um, men and women, boys and girls, who are in a similar situation or even a more financially lucrative situation, who are, you know, in my opinion, squandering it, um, who don't work and, and spend their days kind of wasting away. It might be a bit dramatic, but it doesn't seem like they do much. And they don't certainly by any means seem happy or content, whether they're drinking champagne or spending exorbitant amounts of money on materials um so again money money won't money can't buy you love right um but that doesn't mean that you also can't love yourself and have money money is just energy uh, something that i have been really focusing on trying to teach myself and while materials are fun and should be enjoyed it's great to have a little velvet suit here or a really nice roasting pan that will last you a lifetime you know buying someone a gift that's that's truly incredible and we also have lost sight of the cost of things in this country because so much is subsidized by the time and life force of others everything is made in china these days because a lot of american companies want to have bigger margins and guess what you can get cheap and effective labor in china because those people and their government permit it so okay i mean why not unless you don't want that kind of energy creating your clothes, because there is always a price. There's always a consequence to everything. We've really left the whole perception manifest reality thing, haven't we? My apologies. But like I said, stream of consciousness, there's my license that I'm going to wave in your ears right now. Um, anyway, so that, I, those are two things that I've been dealing with. I've also been dealing with something internally My in a some sort of relationship with a girl and and what it's bringing to the surface how i'm acting how she's acting what i want what i don't want what i'm responsible for uh, all of that's going to have to wait for 
the next episode, which hopefully won't be more than a couple of weeks away. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. A couple bits of business. I finally set up a email, so you can, if you feel compelled to reach out with me with a question, with a comment. Um, I wish, I feel like I, I want to put a send nudes meme in it. Not really. That was a joke. Um, heyinstinctual at gmail.com. That's H-E-Y-I-N-S-T-I-N-C. T U A L instinctual. Yeah. My me and my spelling. Uh at gmail.com. Hey instinctual at gmail.com. Um I've also been instructed if anyone feels compelled to donate to the podcast, and I do ask if you donate, do so unconditionally. Um you can Venmo me at J S C H W I M at J Schwim. Uh you'll see a cool little photo of me in a boat. Um not required in the podcast will continue on the so far the cost of the podcast to make you know roughly twenty dollars a month plus the equipment that i already use so it's not i mean this is i feel uncomfortable even putting that out there i don't know why it i i look around and see in this day and age you know instagrammers and influencers and people who a lot of people who I, I just don't understand why they're famous beyond, I guess, being really clever at marketing. Um, but they clearly provide something to some people, and those people feel compelled to give time and money and effort. Um, that's something I would love to have maybe a guest on the show who's like, I get it, and then we could talk about it. Uh, because I, I'm just, not that I think it's wrong by any means, it just, it's interesting. I also, you know, see so much like what I perceive to be light and love Instagramming that doesn't, it seems so hollow. Um, and I don't know whether that's hollow because it's like, oh, look at me with my spiritual track. It, it just more, something seems a little off about it. It seems hollow. Anyway, um, again, please, if you do feel compelled to donate, again, I ask that you do so unconditionally. Um, if you do, Please put instinctual just so that I know, although you can also just have fun with me. I'm trying to figure out a way, to, a system of so that it can be anonymous if you feel compelled to be anonymous um, at any rate. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. This week's like it's every week, right? Hey, yeah. Uh, I hope that I'll be able to record one before Christmas. If I don't, I hope you had a lovely Thanksgiving. Oh, man. Got to, yeah. Thanksgiving story. All right. Thanksgiving story. Girl talk. Uh, next next episode of Instinctual. Um, as for the rest of this one, I wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year if I don't talk to you before then. Thanks so much for tuning in. And as always, you are unconditionally loved, so unconditionally love yourself. Yeah.